And welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We're back, it's your boy, Tricky, alongside Katie, Katie, Naked Lady. Hi. We're back. We took two weeks off. A vacation. Sure, if you want to call it that, or just... I mean, I I went on vacation. I was in Colorado. I was going to have the... So, a little fun fact, I was going to have the Anything But Credible Boys on the show last week, and... Yeah. The ABCBs. There's just no way... But no way. The ABCBs. Yeah, the ABCBs. Um, yeah, I was totally gonna do a show. We had it like kind of like ready to go. We were gonna do it, I think, on Wednesday last week. And then work has just been kicking my ass lately. It All that like, weed. I mean, we're recording this now at ten o'clock on a Thursday night. It's because you didn't get home till an we, hour and a half ago. Yeah, we release episodes at midnight, basically on Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, yeah. We'll I be, almost we'll did be right I, on time. I almost did an episode last week by myself, like at one o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Should I do it?" And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go to sleep." <laughs> so sorry, listeners, my sleep's a bigger priority than you. Um, yeah, welcome to Offended. We haven't been on in two weeks, and um, a lot has happened. I feel like in a couple weeks. Uh, today's show is going to be a little different. It's going to be kind of short. We're, I'm really trying to make this a short episode, not because I don't want to do this. It's, it has nothing to do with that. I haven't eaten dinner yet. It's 10 PM. Are you getting hangry? No, I'm not getting hangry, <laughs> but there's like, I have like a couple topics I want to talk about and then face heal songs of the week. And that's literally going to be our show. We're not even going to discuss AEW this week or anything like that. Um, even though next week, AEW goes unopposed for the rest of the time because NXT lost their fucking war. And they're no, the they're Tuesdays. just moving because hockey. Yeah, even though hockey's probably not going to be on NBC next year, but whatever. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to hockey. But uh, speaking of hockey, uh, one of the things I want to announce is that Hockey Talks is coming back uh, probably within the next couple weeks. Like We're going to get Hockey Talks back. We finally got our podcast table. It's it's still in two pieces, it's, and we're not yeah. sure if it actually works or not yet. Right, but uh, we purchased it and picked it up. If we get that done, if we can figure it out, we can make it work. Uh, hockey talks will probably start next week, um, and we'll nice. get you ready into the playoffs and all that. Uh, Stoutsy is getting surgery next week. Shout ooh, out Stoutsy! Ooh. I'm just gonna shout it out now. That's probably my face of the week. Is Stoutsy getting surgery? All the good um, vibes, dude. He, even if he doesn't come back on the show, it's just the fact that like he's getting surgery. So, fuck yeah, Stoutsy's comeback tour begins in a couple weeks. Um, but with that being said, uh, we got a couple guys. His name is Robbie. Uh, he's gonna be my co-host for Hockey Talks moving forward. Uh, maybe a couple other people also. Uh, I'm looking forward to Hockey Talks. Can't wait to see it. So it will. Hockey Talks will be coming back as a spinoff show. Um, the next week or so, maybe a couple weeks, three weeks. Literally, it depends on this table. It depends on if we can get this table set up and prepared. If we get it set up and prepared, it's gonna happen. the The podcast is actually gonna you're gonna start seeing a lot more guests on the show again. We have room and space, and and we're vaccinated. And vaccinated. Boom. Boom. Um. So yeah, hockey talks coming back. A little different format, but. 
Let's get excited, boys. Offended to wrapping things up. See, in these last two weeks, I wasn't just sitting on my ass doing nothing. I was fucking planning shit out, getting ready to fucking rock and roll here, motherfuckers. Motherfucker. Motherfuckers. Uh, but two weeks ago, uh, I I just feel. Um, so we got that out of the way, and the, the main topic I really want to bring up before we get in the face and heel and songs of the week, and that's literally going to be our show tonight. But uh, the one of the things I want to bring up is two weeks ago, unfortunately, St. Louis lost a legend, a living legend. Uh, Bobby Plager unfortunately passed away. Uh, very suddenly. Very suddenly in a car accident. Um, it's weird. It's weird. It's going to be so weird when things go back to normal and we can go back to hockey games and you don't see him roaming the halls. Like, it's just going to be so weird not to see. Because the amount of times that I have seen him, like, throughout the hallways and all this stuff, the Blues games and... It's just going to be so weird. It's going to be so weird not having that presence like in Enterprise Center moving forward. Um, literally almost close to every game I attended, I at least saw Bobby Plager at least one time walking in the hallway. Like, Did you see um, – what was Bobby's brother's name who died? Uh, Barkley. Barkley? Yeah, Barkley. That's what the dog's name is. Yeah, the that's dog's right. name is Barkley. Right. So, so we have to get another dog now and name it Bobby. <laughs> but uh, apparently, I think it was Barkley's grandchild, so it would have been like <sighs> Bobby's great-nephew or something like that was born um, two days after he passed away in the car accident. And Bobby yeah. even said, he's like, oh, nope, this kid's coming early. And the is kid, that true? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Mm-hmm. And he he had made a prediction that the kid was coming early, so it's like it was like within two days this baby well, was yeah. born, and um, they, the baby wasn't even supposed to be born for another yeah. three weeks or something crazy. Right, and I know this happened a couple weeks ago. This is not a shock to anybody at this point, but I just I would have I would feel weird not mentioning, not even talking about this on offended at all. Right, like when because um, two weeks ago we were actually supposed to record some shit went down. We just never got around to it. We ran out of time in the day. That we're just like, oh, we're just, we're both just were so drained that we're like, we can't do it. And then you were out of town last week. Yep. Um, Getting high I was gonna in the have, mountains. Yeah. And I was going to have the Anything But Credible guys on, and it just got to the point where I'm like, I actually have no idea when I'm going to be home in time for this. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to cancel. And I actually considered doing the show by myself, like, late, late, like, at night. Like, seriously, at, like, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. I thought I was going to do that. And I was so ready. I'm like, got to talk about Plague. Got to talk about him. So, no, I never let that go away. For the last three weeks, I'm like, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it. Because, God damn it, love him. And I respect him so much. It's just, like, we have to talk about him. Um, I have so many, like... Just great player stories. I've met him so many times over the years and, you know, just gotten to know him. He was just such a cool fucking person and such a humble person. He genuinely just ate, slept, breathed St. Louis Blues hockey. Like, mm-hmm. he is our stand mutual. He is hockey's stand mutual. Like, I mean, if you really. Obviously, Stan Musial is one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Bobby Plager was a fighter. Like, he's not <laughs> one of the greatest. But his just his presence and his 
attitude and his love for the game resonated throughout the entire NHL to where the commissioner even made a statement on his passing that it's like this is a major loss for the entire game of hockey, not just St. Louis. And to me, that speaks volumes more than anything in the world, and that's why I think he is our stand usual. Um, I do think we're going to see a statue built in his honor oh, out in so. Enterprise Center. He deserves it. I think he is the next person to get a statue. The fact that he already doesn't have one is like beyond me. I don't get it. Um, but there's so many memories just growing up and meeting Bobby Plager, working at KMOX and working with Bobby Plager. Um, whereas I always called him Mr. Plager. I always said Mr. Plager to him. I never called him Bobby or anything like that. I always called him Mr. Plager. Mr. Plager. It was always like my thing. And every time we did these Blues Caravans working for KMOX, Mr. Plager would always show up. He would always just show up and just walk around. I was like, hey, he would just show up and just walk around and just talk to people. Like you it's like and Kerber would always be like, Oh, there's Bobby. He's here. He's not even scheduled to be here, but he just showed up because he <laughs> loves hockey and our fans that much that he was just like, hey, I just want to show up and just say hi and leave. That's literally what he did. He would walk around, shake everybody's hand, take a picture, and leave. Hey, that's like, the way to do it. I mean, this he's he's a St. Louis saint, honestly. Like, not, He's not just a St. Louis blue. He's a saint. Like... In the city of St. Louis, he is a saint. He's a legend. Like, ah, it sucks. He'll be missed. Yeah. Um, I have two uh, favorite moments for uh, Plager. And it was the first one is probably the most emotional um, hockey game I've ever been to in my life. Even it's even more emotional than the night we won the Stanley cup, honestly. Um, and it was the night that his Jersey got retired. His number got retired and the way that they did it. And just the way his speech, I was like blown away. Cause like you had to get to the arena an hour or before you had to get to the arena an hour before the game started because they were doing this hall of fame, like induction, not a hall of fame, but like a, uh, they're retiring his number. So they had this whole like ceremony for him and he's talking to the audience and telling these stories and it was, and he totally went way over time. Cause I don't think the game started. <laughs> I don't think the game started till like seven thirty, eight o'clock. And like the game was supposed to start at seven. They're and, like Bobby. <laughs> no, but it was, but like the thing was, it was so great because nobody in that building was like, stop. Everybody in that building was like, keep going. Like, we are so entertained and so intrigued by like what you're saying. And the part that was like really got me choked up and actually made me tear up was when they finally started raising his number up to the rafters and his number stops halfway up and his brother's number starts lowering down and met him halfway and met that his number halfway. And they both went up together into the rafters. It's, I'm getting a little chucked up now, even thinking about it. But it, it's that moment now. It just means it's just so much more as a Blues fan. Like, 
it means so much more now. And I'm just so grateful and humbled that I could, I was there to experience that and there to see it and just there just watching it happen in this face when you'd see his face when that number when his brother's number comes down and meets him halfway you just see the look on his face and he just you can read his lips he just goes wow like i don't think they told him like that was happening and and he just like you can see it in his eyes like he was just like holy shit like that is the coolest thing i've ever seen like no other jersey retirement night will ever ever come close to that nothing will ever come close to that it's the the meaning behind it and how much it means to the city it, it we lost literally such a person that sticks up for a city we don't have many people left that stick up for st louis and bobby plager was the epitome of st louis he was the heart and soul of st louis selfishly my all-time favorite thing ever with mr plager was being at bobby's place one night and i saw him behind the bar and this was literally like a couple weeks after listening to talk as jericho and chris jericho had on he was talking to cody rhodes and xavier woods funny enough where this ties into this weird last several months um at least for me anyways, it ties in. Um, they were talking about how Luke Harper would al- always, always, always brought his kid Brody into the locker room. And on the podcast, I'm pretty sure Jericho calls him Brody Harper. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Brody's the sweetest kid. He loves wrestling. He's the sweetest kid. And they were all cursing in front of him and Jericho was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't curse in front of him. And Brody's like, no, he's heard it all. It's not a big deal. And Cody's like, yeah, no, Brody. He's like, little Brody's like my favorite kid ever. And that was five, six years ago. He's like five. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, like, no, Brody Jr. is awesome. And it's just so funny to me that it's, that's what ties into my favorite moment. Brody Lee ties into my favorite moment of, Bobby Plager. And my favorite moment is because on that podcast, Jericho, so he brings up Brody Lee's kid, and he's like, yeah, he brings him around around the locker room. And Jericho's like, well, it really reminds me of when I was a little kid. And um, uh, my dad, he's like, my dad used to bring me into the locker room when he played for the St. Louis Blues a lot. Because Jericho's dad played for the Blues, and he was like, He's like, yeah, this guy by the name of Bob Plager stuffed me in the trash can and messed with me all the time. Um, I'm going to play. Bob Plager was a bully. (laughs) I'm going to play the audio here just so you guys know what I'm talking about. Never thought you'd be doing the same thing to me. No, I didn't even know where I got it. It was five minutes. But here's the funny thing, though. I remember um, Brody uh, uh, Harper had his son in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. Yes, little Brody. Brody, Mm -hmm. cutest kid. Cutest kid. But he's swearing. Harper's swearing. And I'm like, we're talking. I'm like, maybe we shouldn't be swearing. Oh, he's seen and heard it all. But then I remember when I was like five, about that kid's age, 
my dad used to take me in the locker room when he played for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. And I'll never forget three things. One, this guy called Bob Plager gave me a cigarette. What? What? A cigarette? <laughs> yes. Let you smoke. Well, yeah, you know, you put it in your mouth or whatever. Okay. <laughs> and gave me a sip of a beer. Jesus. And then this other guy called Gilles Marat who put me in the garbage can head first. And, and put me in the garbage can. I'm, I'm hoping this is all the same day. It's just a huge party in the locker room. Like, yeah, I messed the kid up. Well, it was the 70s, right? <laughs> so I'd teach him out. He had a, a voice like this. He was a French Canadian. I put you in the garbage can. And then I'll never forget. Then wow. there's wieners all over the place. In the yeah, school too much. Straps, <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, it's like it's too much for a little kid to take in. Like, if it was just wieners, fine. This is wieners and cigarettes and beer. I'm just picturing little kid you smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, getting tossed in the trash can with a bunch of just naked dudes. What a yeah. great, what like, a great story. Dudes. Yeah, what a great story. Thick mustaches, yeah, mullets. Yeah, I was yeah, out on wieners. Everywhere. When I realized what they were doing, like, just that people just change in the locker room, yeah. and it's not this fun, yeah, crazy. I was like, I'll just watch the show. Party, yeah, I'll just watch I love that last part, because I love how Cody's just like, I thought it was going to be a great party. No, it's just wieners and people getting changing clothes. It's not fun. Just a bunch but, of dicks. Um, yeah, I remember just listening to that podcast, because that is still, to this day, that podcast if you guys haven't heard it, look up Talk is Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Xavier Woods. I think it's episode, it is episode, I'm looking it up, 229. It is the greatest Chris Jericho podcast of all time just because the backstory with Cody and Xavier going to rival high schools and they actually wrestled against each other in high school. That episode is fucking hilarious because as you can imagine, just like any People who grew up together in high school, they just talk shit to each other the entire podcast. Well, it's not and it's even hilarious. that they talk, they grew up together in high school. They were rivals. Right. And Xavier being like, well, I want to be a wrestler. And I could see Dusty Rhodes sitting in the stands. I'm like, I can't let down Dusty. I can't beat his son in wrestling. So I let Cody beat me. <laughs> Cody's like, you motherfucker. You didn't, I, you didn't let me win. Like. Oh my god it's like a bunch of like it's just like a bunch of our friends just arguing but uh my favorite thing is so i was at bobby's place and i brought up that story to bobby plager and mr plager is like oh teddy irving's kid it's like yeah i messed up that stupid idiot all the time back in the day <laughs> and what's great is chris jericho's catchphrase for at that time was you stupid idiot so Plager must have been watching wrestling at the time because the, the way he just casually dropped in stupid idiot. That was when it was when the list was going on and all that was going on when Jericho was like, you stupid idiot. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, he had to have been watching. He wrestling. was watching him. Yeah. But he's like, oh, Teddy Irving's kid. He's like, yeah, he's a stupid idiot. I used to mess with him all the time. And he's like, but Teddy Irving. He's a really underrated hockey player. Not a lot of St. Louis people know who he is. I'm impressed. Like, talking to me, I'm like, well, I only know him because it's Jericho's dad. Jericho's one of my favorite wrestlers. And Mr. Plager is like, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna come around. He came around the bar. And he sat down next to me. And uh, he started ta- telling me the all these old stories of him fighting all these people, like, during games and all these different games he's played in how it was playing for the rangers and uh you know coming to st louis and just how st louis changed his life and everything and how he just never left after that and he's i mean he's the original blue bobby plager literally is 
He has been a St. Louis Blues since the very beginning, since the very first game. That's so and, fucking cool. Um, he'd had he had two brothers, Barkley, and I. I don't, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name on his brother's name, but my grandpa always told me like whenever you see the Plager brothers when they're lining up, you see them like together, like you knew they were gonna be on the line together. You're like, we're gonna see some fights tonight. Like. <laughs> Can you and, imagine that house growing up? <laughs> oh God, no! They and, were they, their parents were probably like, "Oh my God, get them get them in hockey so they quit right, fighting each other." <laughs> right. But Mr. Plager, he uh, yeah, he showed me all these old pictures, telling me stories. This went on for about an hour and a half of him just sitting next to me, just showing me pictures, telling me stories, drinking beers with me. He covered my entire tab that night too, and. Is that's just the kind of guy he was, though. Like that's literally the kind of guy he was. Like it wasn't like, hey, I did all of this. Look at me. Look at me. He was never bragging about it. He was like, oh, you like hockey? It's like, hey, I bet you'll appreciate the story. Like he was sharing memories. Yeah, with you. and mm-hmm. like it was almost in a way of like he loves doing it because it just he just got to live in the moment again, mm-hmm. like. He got to relive the glory days and stuff, and um, to me, I'll ne- that's just a that's just a night I'll never forget because I never expected him to like just be a person, come just around the bar hu- and sit, shoot the and shit with you, just be and- a human being, and um, you know, not he never let his celebrity status here in St. Louis ever get to his head ever, and that's like the greatest thing about Bobby Plager is it never got to his head ever. And, um, and the final, my final favorite thing, my final favorite moment, which I wasn't there for, but, um, the, obviously the blues documented it when we won the Stanley cup. Um, he took the Stanley cup to his brother's grave and it was like, here you go, Barkley. We did this. We finally did it. And he poured some beer into the like, the cup and poured it out like over his grave like for him. Gangster style. <laughs> it's just like damn, like What's there's a this? picture of him like kneeling like over like the grave with the cup and he's like we did it. Like, That's tough. That's tough to hear. It's like we did it. We we did it. We finally did it. And man, he always talked about getting that parade down Market Street. He's like, I want that parade down Market Street. He's like, I'm going to get that parade. I'm going to get that parade down Market Street. If there was, before every single blues season, he's like, we're going to get that parade. We're going to get that parade. It's all he looked forward to. My favorite, one of my favorite things he ever said was when uh, the blues, obviously before COVID, we did these icebreakers things at... uh, Ballpark Village, where basically it introduces you to the new blues players that sign with the team. It gets you hyped up for the season. It's literally like three weeks, maybe a week or two before the season starts. And um, there's a video of Plager handing O'Reilly his first blues jersey. Like He's like, here you go. This is yours now. And he pats O'Reilly on the back. He goes, these boys are going to bring me my first Stanley Cup and my first parade. Mark my words. They did. Mm-hmm. They fucking did. It's just the way he does it. He's just like, they're going to bring me my first parade. Confidence. Mm-hmm. And then uh, during the Stanley Cup playoffs, 
He's so any hockey player will tell you how superstitious hockey players are, and it's so funny how superstitious he was. Apparently, during the entire playoffs, he barely watched any of the games. He would pace in the hallways during the games, and like during home games during the playoffs, he would walk around and knock on boxes, be like, "Hey, I'm Bob. Like, nice to meet you guys," <laughs> and just walk on to the next box, like. Had to, he had to do something to fill his time oh, out man. there. There's a video. The the video of when we won the Stanley Cup is, and it follows him. It's just the video. It's 12 minutes long of just the camera crew following Bobby along. And he finally stops like in the third period. I think there's a couple older like blues players like Prongers in there. Jackman, um, Brett Hall, Federico, Kelly Chase, all these old blues players, legends of St. Louis are in there. Al McInnes, they're all in this box. And I think they're like, Bobby, stay here. We're about to win. Like, and you just see it in his face. He's like, I got to lift that cup. I got to get to the ice and lift the cup. He's like, I might need help, but I got to lift the cup. Like, he does it. And, oh, man. It's, it really sucks. Like, I know. Um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, I think I speak for all blues fans. I don't, I mean, I don't want to be like that. Oh, I speak for all blues fans, but I think I do speak for all blues fans. Like, it's it's gonna be weird moving forward. It really is. It's gonna be weird moving forward without seeing him in the hallways. But at the same time, I think as Blues fans, we need to uh, just you know keep his spirit alive and keep that energy that he always had alive, and his will to never give up on this team, even when we had shitty seasons. He was still always there, being like, I still love him and support him no matter what. And especially in the last couple of weeks with the blues, not doing too hot. If anything for me, like I tried to kind of stay more positive than normal and not get too angry about this team. And I really fully believe, I still believe that the blues are going to make a run here pretty soon. And, um, who knows, who knows, who knows what can happen. Hockey's, uh, Hockey's a fun game. That's why I love hockey because anything can happen. You catch fire at the right time, you're going to go all the way to the cup. That's exactly what we did in 2019. Um, If you really think about it now, we're halfway through the season. Uh, In a normal season, we'd be halfway through it by now. Uh, Unfortunately, this is now towards the end of the season this year because it's a half in season due to COVID. And the Blues, if they play like how they did that last game, you never know. You never know what could happen. Um, maybe I might get a little more into detail during our face and heel of the week, but Ooh. Bobby Plager, uh, Mr. Plager, we love you. We are going to miss you like crazy. I'm sick of doing these things on offended, by the way, Katie. Yeah, I can tell. Um, but yeah, um, Bobby Plager, let's go Blues. We love you, and I hope, 
I hope that the city and the fans of the St. Louis Blues can make you proud. That's all I can say. Hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Tarzan boy, that means it's time for songs of the motherfucking week, which I need to update. It's been like a month. Oh my god, I picked songs and I hope you didn't pick them already. Uh oh. I don't. I don't know who you pick. You need to update it so I don't pick your songs. Don't even fucking look at me like that. You however the fuck I want to look at. Well, I'm gonna pick whatever fucking songs I want to pick. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going to call an audible. It's not time for Songs of the Week. It's time for Face and Heal of the Week. We're going to end with Songs of the Week. What? Okay. Yeah, we're going to end with Songs of the Week. Does that mean we get to hear Jungle Boy again? Maybe. Maybe I did that on purpose so we can hear it twice. Ooh. No, I started playing it, and then I realized, like, ah, oh, I don't want to end with Face and Heal. I feel like that's such a middle thing. Well, songs of the Week, I feel like we can end with. <laughs> face and Heal can sometimes be, like, Two minutes, or it can be like a twenty fucking minute rant right, where it doesn't actually, end actually, well. Actually, you know what? You're right. We're gonna do songs of the week. We're just gonna keep oh it on songs of the week. It's songs of the week. Make sure you go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Fender Presents Songs <laughs> of the Week. All right. Did you just remember what your face and heel were? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get in it. Songs of the week. All right, Katie. You want to go ahead with your first song of the week? Yeah, my first song is Maniac. By 
Conan Gray. Conan O'Brien? No, not Conan O'Brien. Conan Gray. Conan O'Brien. He's got gray hair, not red. Conan O'Brien. Um, and it's it's kind of a, like Damn. a happy-go-lucky song, like a spring or summer, like throw your windows down in your car kind of song. But he's really calling his ex a maniac. Like, you're so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a song you got to listen to to the lyrics. Okay. Well, my first song. Wow, good description. Thank you. Uh, my, that's the first time ever. Are you okay? No, it's not the first Are time. Are you sick? No, but I did try really hard. My first song this week is by a band called Inhaler, and their new song, Cheer Up Baby, is my first song this week. It's also my second song of the week. Okay. Uh, Inhaler, again, for those that don't know, is Bono's kid's band. It's his son's band. Um this song, I think, in my opinion, so far out of Inhaler's discography, or their, all their songs or whatever you want to call it, this is the one song I'm like, this sounds like a U2 song. like, And he sounds like Bono, like fucking Bono, like here. But we were talking about it. Bono, or U2 have never... Cheer up, baby! Like the way, it's the way he fucking hits that chorus. And I'm like, that's Bono. We were talking about this, though. It's not like, it doesn't sound like a U2 song and the fact that it's kind of like indie poppy. Right. And you had mentioned, you're like, I always wish U2 kind of took it to this genre. So like, yeah, a little bit to like that. Here, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the chorus just so you guys can hear. Because, I mean, this is the closest thing so far that Inhaler has done that sounds like a U2 song, in my opinion. I mean, even just listen to like the opening like guitar, like just listen to the opening part of the song. I'm like, that sounds like a U2 song. It's probably the edge. It's it's that part right there where it's like the ding, bing. Like that is totally U2 right there. Like, it's that little sound. The chord progression. Yeah. And then the chorus. I mean, it's just, it's like, is that Bono? Like. is bono to a t right there and that song actually cheer up baby reminds me of u2's like really early stuff like out of control and like the style of when they wanted to be a punk band basically right that's actually what i was gonna say it's like their earlier stuff actually oh my god that's exactly what that song reminds me of here i'm gonna play i'm gonna play a little i want to get your opinion katie okay does that song that I just played, you still got in your brain a little mm-hmm. bit? Okay. Um, does it sound like this song by U2? Mm-hmm. 
Let's see Bonnie's voice here, guys. Like That's what gets of, me fucking hyped. It's like out of control went indie and poppy. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it kind of mm-hmm. doesn't that those don't those two songs don't those two songs sound kind of they similar? mesh? Yeah. yeah, I would. It would be interesting to like somehow mix like them over each other yeah. or something. Like get a DJ to do some shit like that. That would actually be awesome. Yeah, let's Instagram DJs, Cheer TikTokers. Up, baby. You're out of control. Boom! There it is, right there. That was also on one of my uh, songs of the week. So you want to go again? Sure. Uh, so my second song this week is by Saint Motel. They have a new song out called "Feel Good." It's off a Netflix movie, I think. Netflix. I'm not sure what the Netflix movie is, but Saint Motel. They're the band that sings "You're Just My Type." Yeah. Oh, I got it wrong. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to new co-host of Hockey Talks, Robbie. Um, he was like, what FIFA is that from? I'm like, I want to say it was 15. I think it's 15. He's like, no, no, it's 18. I'm like, no, it's 15. I'm almost 100% positive it was 15. Just by, because I know when that song was released. So it's got to be close to like that game. He's like, no, it was 18 or 19. I'm like, I will bet you a million dollars it was 15. And who was correct? Yeah, boy. We're rich? Yeah, We no, get a million we, we dollars? Didn't, we didn't shake on it, so. Ah, god damn it. I know. I know. I'm disappointed. But yeah, same motel, feel good. Really good song. My third song is Bedhead by Manchester Orchestra. And it's just a, it's just a cool song. I don't know, but at the very end, it's super it unique. Song. Where it's like this little girl is like, voiced over recording like telling she must be telling like her friends or something about how someone in the village cried wolf and they all came Mm -hmm. running so it's just kind of creepy at the end right um this is a really good song i've been waiting for manchester orchestra to put out new music for a while now and they're back uh my next song this week uh i don't know if you ever heard of this song but it's by the young rascals it's called good lovin one, two, three, good love. Never good heard love. it. Never heard it. I'm joking. I asked my friendly doctor just what I had. And I said, doctor, doctor, Mr. MD. Now can you tell me what's wrong with me? And he said, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's when I'm listening to the song being like, that's a terrible doctor. You should probably go to a different doctor. <laughs> Every time he says that part, I'm like, that doctor sucks, dude. You probably need to go something somewhere else. And then he's just like, good love! I'm like, yeah, you got some weird shit going on. <laughs> and I hit the doctor you should be going Now to. give me some good, good love. Good love. 
All I need is love. Yeah, I want your love. You ready for my for my fourth pick? Are you ready? Good love. Are you ready? Sure. Are you ready? This is probably good one love. This is probably one of yours. What's your next song? It wanna... doesn't matter. <laughs> I only want to be with you. But the Post Malone oh, the version. The Post Malone's yep. version. Yep. Is it yours? Um, is it on yours? Did it make it? I want to say I picked it like a couple weeks ago. They just yeah. never updated. Well, it wasn't. No, I didn't place. actually. Wow. I didn't pick I that song. Be with you. I'm actually surprised I didn't pick that song. Right? Yeah. Oh no, uh, Denny did. Denny picked it. Well, I don't get his. He didn't send me his songs of the week, so I wouldn't. You're remember. the manager of this I podcast. Remember, I just remember being like, I remember somebody picking that song. Only want to be with you. And hey, by the way, uh, this should probably be my heel of the week. Denny, you suck at the fucking song game, by the way. <laughs> Denny, I was better than you at the song game, and that's that's embarrassing, okay? Wow, even Katie's talking shit to you, Denny. Just because I'm better at him with wow. one game, okay? Wow. I take it where I can get it. I got four wrong overall. I don't know if I should be proud of that or if I need to get a life. Um Probably a little bit of both. Whatever. I just love fucking music, especially from the 90s. What about the 80s? Well, yeah. The 80s music sucks, though, according to other Oh, Katie fucking talking shit to Dugan and Denny. Oh, shit. Well, I guess we know that Thomas and Fauché are your two favorites. Oh, for sure. So stupid. Can you tell it's late at night? <laughs> fucking slap happy. Oh my god. Oh shit. Oh, you fuckers. Um <laughs> I wanna play that game. I wanna I really wanna play that game because like Katie, how quick was I on some songs? We're like Annoyingly was, quick where I didn't get a fucking chance. Yeah, it was like a second in them. And I used to dude, people used to call me a human Shazam, like in college. Like, remember when Shazam, like, first came out, and you're like, this app is fucking amazing. It knows every song. You didn't have to and write down the lyrics like, and then type, take it home and type yeah. it into Google? Yeah, and people would <laughs> people would just play it. Like, we played a game in college where it's, like, in between classes. Like, a friend of mine would just play music, and I would just guess the song. It's like, Jesus Christ. And my average, they timed it. My average time was three seconds. For every song. Like, that was my average. You've been training for this moment your whole life. Yeah. Knees weak, arms are sweaty. Vomit on my sweater already, mom's spaghetti. I'm nervous, you know? And on the surface, I look calm and ready to drop bonds, but I, you know, I just keep on forgetting, you know, the songs. And what I wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out, you know? I'm choking now. Whatever. You know, you know what I mean. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you know. I was not about to interrupt you. I knew that's what was coming. I should have switched and should have been like, my bum is on the cheese. Bum is on the cheese. If I get lucky, I'll get a disease. My bum is on the Swedish. 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 
Swedish. My bum is on the gum. My bum is on the gum. I can blow a bubble with my bum, bum, bum. What's your fourth fucking song? (laughs) Dear God. My fourth song, which you might hear at the end of today's show, along with the song of the week, just because I want to play it anyways, uh, is Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends' new theme song. Stop. I'm just singing the song. I know. That's part of the song. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In the, stop. All right. Do, 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 wow. Do, do. No. D- yeah. <laughs> With your feet on the air, your head on the ground. I can't, I can't sing and play the drums at the same time. That's always been a fault of mine. I don't know why. I just can't do it. You don't have enough brain cells to do both. Try to say it. Yeah. Stop doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where is my mind? But where is my mind by the Pixies? Uh, what's so funny is that at work we were listening to uh, a playlist I made, and I had another Pixie songs on it, and it's like uh, their other song that they sing like another one of their popular songs is Here Comes Your Man. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Here comes your man. Like mm-hmm. that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I brought up that Where's My Mind was a wrestler's theme song. And they were like, because they were listening to Here Comes Your Man and Where's My Mind. They sound nothing alike, like at all. No. Where's My Mind is way more grungy, in my opinion, than Here Comes Your Man's like, Total 80s pop, in my opinion. Like, 80s pop indie, if mm-hmm. you could, like, morph it together somehow. But uh, but I was like, no, they, yeah, this is the Pixies. And I forget who it was. They're like, what? Like, the band that sings Where's My Mind? I'm like, yeah, same band. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same fucking band. They like, got some range. Yeah, they're fucking good. I love the Pixies. They were, I think they were just at Enterprise, like, not too long ago. We should have totally went to that show. I would love to see the Pixies. I think they were. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Pre, we have to say that pre-COVID. Here's a picture. Pre-COVID. Shut up. You got your vaccination. You're good. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Moving on. You want my number five? Yes. All right. This is really going to fucking... If you could not pick, or if you could tell me... What am I trying to say? If you could guess... What I'm not gonna pick. What would be your top guess? What, what you're, like what artist or what not genre? Pick? Yeah, I could say any song and be correct. No, no, like something that I like fucking hate. That you're not gonna pick. That I fucking hate. R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Okay, well that one's. I'm never gonna pick an R. Kelly song. I know, so I'm right. Guess a little like. I hate them 99% of the time. Oh, Kings of Leon. Yeah, I'm picking a Kings of Leon song. Uh, Cheer up, baby. Wow. I Th- know. That's Inhaler, you idiot. Oh, fuck. Stormy weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. You made me do this podcast really fucking late. I almost said it was a stormy weather, and I'm glad I didn't, so you could just fuck up. Wow. Yeah. Great botch. I guess you'll be on Botchamania. Probably not after I got into it with them today on Twitter, but whatever. Oh, the botch guy hates us. Oh, the botch guy botched. Funny. 
Botch, how, botch, how, wait, hold on. Botch guy, don't ironic. be a little bitch. That's for real. Yeah. Botch guy, don't be a little bitch. And then botch fucking, guy's a bitch. Fucking like made him sound like an idiot. And then he wants to dude. him and his fans were trying to spin that so hard into being like, that's not what I meant. No, that's exactly what you meant. You fucking turd. And for those that don't know, who don't follow me on Twitter. Fucking Botchamania guy was bitching about continuity. He's like, I, oh, I don't want to have to fucking watch something from seven years ago and have to remember it now. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Don't watch Breaking Bad then, because in season five, they refer to something back all the way to season one, you fucking dork. Not to mention, every Marvel movie that has come out ever to where, like, you want to watch that Spider-Man Homecoming movie? You know, the first one, the first Spider-Man movie? Well, if you want to know the backstory to what everything's going on, you can still watch that movie and understand what's going on. But if you want to know why Iron Man is there and why he's so obsessed with Iron Man and all this other stuff, you have to go back and watch some movies that were fucking five to seven years old at that time. But hey, but when wrestling has continuity, fuck off. It's too much for the little fucking wrestler brains to handle. I hate wrestling fans. I'm sorry. I hate wrestling fans. I think we're going to slowly phase out talking about Dynamite here. As much as I love Dynamite, I I hate the fans so much. They always find something to bitch about and always find something to just ruin something that's, like, fun. Like, fuck. I don't care if you like WWE. I don't care. I don't care if you like AEW, New Japan. I don't fucking care. If you enjoy it, that's great. But I'm not going to go on my Twitter and just fucking start ranting about how much I hate this product. Because I'm not fucking miserable. Sorry. But if you're going on Twitter every two seconds and literally bitching and complaining about something about wrestling... You're miserable. You're fucking miserable. And there's no other way to put it. It's the gods, it's the fucking blatant truth that you don't want to accept. If you're on Twitter bitching about wrestling, you're miserable. It's pro wrestling. It's not real. It's a fucking television show, just like Game of Thrones, just like Friends, just like any other television show. And when they actually bring in continuity, when the the last several years How many wrestling fans have bitched about WWE not having continuity in their storylines and act and basically insulting our intelligence by acting like, oh, that never happened. We're just going to we're just going to act like it never happened. We're just going to put this guy with this guy and just act like they weren't fucking bitter rivals for three years straight. And now they just don't they don't know each other. Oh, nice to meet you. Even though they just had a rivalry two years ago. How, How did we get here? We talked about the Botchmania guy. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because that's why... I'm sitting here thinking, like, how the fuck did we Because that's why we got into the fucking thing on Twitter today. Because it's like... You bitched... You guys bitched about WWE not having continuity for years. And then they give you continuity. Not WWE, but the wrestling... Right. The wrestling world gives you it. And then a different company actually gives you continuity. Yeah. They literally give you continuity. It's perfect. (laughs) And, like, the thing was... The thing that was mentioned... That was from seven years ago. Hasn't like it was so small, and so uh, it was. It was just so small that like you could still watch the fucking show and understand what's going on. You could understand like, oh, they're friends, and like the young bucks are like having a conflict right now. They don't know what to do. 
because they love Kenny Omega so much that they, he's a brother to them that they can't bring themselves to beat the shit out of him. So instead, when somebody else is telling them to beat him up, they're going to fucking beat up that guy. Like, because they're like, we don't want to. We want to be friends with them. We want to go back to the old days. And in reality, that's fucking life sometimes. You have toxic friends, but it takes you forever to lose those toxic friends. And then when you do, you're happier. They're literally telling that story. Just let it roll out. Let it let it happen. Right? AEW knows what they're doing. Trust it. Just if you don't like it now, okay. And the, the, but my like, favorite but my favorite thing today on Twitter where people are coming at me like this continuity make that story better. I go, I'm not talking about the quality of the story. I'm talking about the continuity alone. And for the years, fans were complaining that WWE has no continuity. And finally when a company comes around and actually brings in continuity and actually acknowledges stuff outside of their own promotion. That's pretty fucking awesome. I don't care what the story is doing. The fact that they're acknowledging other shit has happened before AEW is fucking awesome. That's That was my whole point. But no, people got buttered and I got some people riled up. But hey, I got a lot of people backing me up on that today. And that was great too. That's all I got to say. Okay. I think you have number five though. Number five song. Did you say yours? Yeah, mine. That's where I'm saying I had Stormy Weather by Kings of Leon, and I don't know how we got here. I'll just do it back and figure it out. <laughs> I don't want to think about it right now. Um, it's fucking 11 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I was so caught up in that. My song of the week and playing in its entirety at the end of today's show, along with Where Is My Mind, because that will also play just because I feel like it. Stop. All right. See, I, I, yeah, no, you gotta stop doing it because it's bugging my OCD because I want to hear the song now. Uh, but my song of the week is a brand new song by 21 Pilots called Shy Away. And I totally think this is, might be a nod to Take On, uh, Take On Me by Aha because, uh, away. yeah, like the, uh, the beat, the very beginning beat of the song is totally Take On Me. And yeah, and that part, like you just said, shy away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take yeah. on me. Take on me. Take me on. Take on me. I'll be gone. What's the words to that last part? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god, you're miserable. That's how I But shy song. away, yeah, I feel like this is totally a nod to take on me. That's all I'm going to say. We'll hear at the end of today's podcast. And that was your Songs of the Week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify if it presents Songs of the Week. All right, before we get in the face and heel of the week, let's hear a quick word from Mr. Kyle Foshe with the Going Off Topic podcast, which I'm the movie champion of. Not a big deal. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about, from movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. 
Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there and I'll catch you on the next topic. Stop. You know what you're getting yourself into when you listen to it, kind of, right? It's either a drunken chit show, an argument, or some weird facts. I feel like that's like the the summary of our podcast. Podcast. Sure. Um, Well, now that we're back, now that we're back here on Offended, um, before we get in the face and heel, I I feel like it's only it's only natural. To finally get back into the swing of things. By listening to Max Caster's new rap from this week. Okay. Because I feel like we, we, that's like, I feel like it's become a staple of the show. We have to play Max Caster's rap. Max Caster, if you're listening to this, uh, Tricky loves you. I do. Like more than a friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is ask that from? <laughs> ask her if she had. If she likes anybody, like, more than a friend. More than a friend. No. Just do it! Is it Adam Sandler? Yeah, it's Billy Madison. <laughs> uh, Miss Vaughn, do you like anybody, like, more than a friend? Uh, Billy, or whoever his name is. She's like, I'm more interested in grown-ups. And Billy Madison's like, I'll give you a grown-up. What was that? Uh, nothing. I'll see you tomorrow in class, Miss Vaughn. You blew it! No, I'm thinking of a song. It's like, love you like more than a friend. What is that? No, it's it's from Billy Madison. Oh, okay. Ask her if she likes anybody like more than a friend. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> All right, Max Caster. <laughs> yeah. 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 So check your thought process I'm dancing with the devil like I'm Lil Nas X And you a one trick pony Treat me like a breathalyzer And You can't say that I'm TNT Well Platinum Max Caster The number three ranked Oh, and Hangman jumps him. What a cheap shot, Adam. Hangman Page, you piece of shit. I used to like you. Now I don't. Oh, my God. I don't think I heard that one. Yeah, it was from Wednesday night. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to that one. Well, guess what? You're in luck because Max Caster was double duty this week. He was also on Dark Elevation. And, yes, he had another rap. 
the acclaimed. Y'all yeah, bet you know the name. The acclaimed. Let me spit something. Yo. Everybody saying you wanna be acclaimed. Platinum Max, I got the boom boom. I'ma sweep the dark order, get a broom soon. You were a legend, now a novelty. The dark order's more force than your comedy. Yo, and we the real stars. I'ma put you on your back like a real doll. Screws to you like a shop class. You getting canceled like your podcast. Your podcast sucks, Colt. <laughs> I tried to listen. I tried. AEW! <laughs> the acclaimed have arrived! Love how you give some bunny ears with the acclaimed uh-huh. thing. I think it's just so funny. He's like, I tried. It's like, your Your, mom said so. Your mom told me, Dante. If he just does it every once in a while, it's so funny. Right. I tried, Colt. Your podcast sucks. (laughs) I tried. It's the way he, like, delivers his lines. He sounds like a little kid when he's like, I tried to do it, but you suck. Well, because his rap is so good up until then, and then he's just like, out of character but not out of character yes corporate synergy <laughs> it's great I love your mom it. told me that dante ask her ask her <laughs> what's crazy is that before dynamite this past week max caster was ranked second in the rankings for singles wrestlers he's seven and well now he's seven and two on the year so all i gotta say is He's doing something backstage to where he's impressing some people if he's, like, number he's two touching ranked. touching some buttholes to get up in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that, that but, that, you know, that position. I just think, like, people are impressed with him. He's like, this guy's the f- guy fucking money. Like That's so cool. I mean, I think, obviously, it shows, like, his talent on just being a charismatic person. Mm-hmm. Like, you can teach someone wrestling, but you can't teach someone to be right. good on camera. If... If there was a live audience, I think the acclaimed is gets over as fuck with a live audience. I almost think I like his partner. I, I don't know if I like him better. He adds he, to it. Like, he does. He adds, and he, oh, like, he, he just him, sits there and like enjoys it. And then he's he, like, the acclaimed have arrived. I'm like, dude, you didn't do that but much, he, but he did. He acts out like what he's saying. Yeah. Like, he just he, vibes with it. Yeah, he's great. He's literally, Bowens is literally Billy Gunn and Max Caster's Road Dog. Like, That's great. They are the new New Age Outlaws, like, without a doubt, in such a different and unique way, too. Love it. All right, face and heel of the week. You ready for mine? Yeah, go ahead, because you're going to do both, right? Yeah, I'm going to do both. So uh, I was lucky enough yeah. to get- They got a pool table, too. <laughs> what is that from? Wayne's World? It's Garth. Oh. <laughs> I forget where they said that they're going. I forget where- where do they say that they're going? But Garth just randomly jumps in. He's like, yeah, they got a pool table tip. <laughs> Billy so, says that all the time. So Shout out, Billy. Shout out to Billy. Um, I, got my, I was lucky enough to get my COVID vaccine two weeks ago. And it's like Wayne's World, like... That, that gift that's going around, like you get your COVID vaccine. It's like the VIP passes <laughs> or I whatever. Share it on Instagram. Yeah. But I got mine two weeks ago. I got the Johnson & Johnson, so the one and done. Um, that's my face because... And she puked so much. She's probably dead soon. Oh, my God. Conspiracies. 
As of tomorrow, I'm fully vaccinated. Conspiracy, which is fucking awesome. She's probably not gonna live. Oh my much god, longer. get off my face and heal. Sorry, I mean that's what that's what I heard. I've heard a lot of people say if you get the vaccine, you're probably gonna die. So I don't know. I've seen a lot of people get the vaccine. I haven't seen many people die, but people still think you're gonna die. Are, wait, are you talking about all those conspiracy theorists out there? Maybe. Just mentioning a few, but uh, you got the shot. You could fucking get away from me. They like you when you those conspiracy theorists are more scared of people who got the shots versus actually versus the actual COVID like pandemic. Very true. Mm-hmm. It's a strange uh, world we live in today. But I got mine. Fucking fully vaccinated as of tomorrow, which is whoop whoop. I You're can, not like, dead, are you? I can go see my fucking grandma, you know, because she's fully vaccinated and we can have like a little tea party. It'll be great. Um, Count me out. My heel of the week, though, because we live in St. Louis. I went and got, I went to a mass vaccination event at the Forest Park Community College. Yeah, we Do we live in St. Louis? Shut up. This is a funny story. I don't think I've even told you because I haven't even like. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear it. I show up. My friend had to take me because I'm terrified of shots. So I had to like, you know, take a couple edibles and just relax before I went. So my friend took me. Why, though? That I'm Do scared. Do the listeners know that you're scared of needles? I'm terrified of needles. Like, it's not. And you a, have a phobia. I have a, pho- I have a phobia. Like, legitimately, like, I, I could jump hey, off a bridge. You got to some backstory and continuity. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, terrified not, of needles. We don't, we don't broadcast to wrestling fans here who don't like continuity, all right? We need some stories, all right? Joking, go ahead. So, I'm fucking terrified of needles. Bees, wasps, needles. Needles in TV shows. It doesn't fucking matter. I could jump off a bridge with a bungee tied to my ankles. I could jump out of a plane. Hand me a fucking snake. I could kill a spider. Like I don't like snake. I don't like to kill bugs, but I would if I had to. Needles, not my fucking thing. Okay, I have a prescription for Xanax to go get a fucking flu shot every year, but I found that edibles work better. So, so I uh, take I pop a couple edibles, go to this fucking mass vaccination event with my friend, and literally it's like I don't I think it's like the National Guard is there. I'm not fucking sure. We're walking up. Hundreds, yeah, nice. hundreds of people. There's cameras. The fucking news stations are there. Okay, and I'm like, oh my god. Which ones? Is, I don't. I was looking down in a way because I did not want to be. Five, you can throw a fucking rock through their fucking. Wheelchair. I have no idea. There was news camera crews there. The National guards there. There's a thousands of volunteers. It seems like golf carts with police are on, are like patrolling the parking lot to make sure you're wearing a fucking mask as we're walking up to a parking garage where the line is. The line goes up and down two entire park. So, you know, like you walk, you go in a parking garage, it's the first level, and then it goes up half a level, and then mm-hmm. it's the second level. The line doubled up that. What's, what's your question? Um, my question is, what if you're fully vaccinated? Do you still have to wear a mask? Apparently, because the National Guard and the police were there. Stupid. So, That's what the CDC said. We're walking in. You have to get signed in on an iPad. And... Then I have to go, we have to go fucking wait in line, socially distance, okay? This line went on forever. Oh, yeah? It only took us like 15 minutes to get through, but the National Guard and the police officers are coming by on golf carts. They're patrolling now the... No way. The parking garage. (gasps) You're you're making my story stupid. I'm adding to the story. No, you're taking away. Putting dramatic effects into it. 
I felt like I was in it's the... It's 11.30. I'm tired. <laughs> no, how did you feel? I felt like I was in The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, praise be. Praise be. That's my heel. <laughs> how did you do with the shot? That's not even my heel. How did you do with it? I survived. <laughs> I cried when it happened, and then I was fine. Okay. What was your face? Getting the shot. Oh, that that was your face. The fit. Yeah, you interrupted my story eight thousand times. Yeah, I'm a little high. I don't remember. Get it, getting the shot was my face. The heel. Sorry, I was the for whole a cannabis company. I can't always be sober when I come home. Hey, come on, come on. Sorry, my ADD is going. I know. Wild. My heel was the whole story that I was telling. I we heard it. Okay. That was my heel. Okay. Okay. All right. What's your face and heel? Fine. Cool. Neat. Did you ever think, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he would dress up like a girl bunny? No. (laughs) Yeah, neither did I. I was just asking. That was Wayne's World. I know that was Wayne's World. Oh, come on. No, I'm good. I'm just waiting on you. Katie's so butthurt because I cut her off. I did cut you off a lot. I'm not going to lie. I did. And like I was thinking in my brain that I'm like, oh, I'm pulling a Steve here. But um, I couldn't help it because I'm tired and I'm high. I'm a little hungry. And um, I have a couple beers too. What's your face and heel? My face is Katie because you're just the best. And my heel is also Katie because you fucking suck. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. All right, no, for real. Hey. I was going to. Please go. I want to go to bed. I'm, I really <laughs> want to go to bed. So tell us your face and heel and do one, two, three, finish. Let's go. I'm no, done. I'm going to prolong this. No, I'm done then. All right. Oh, my and God. That was... Chill. <laughs> Well, my heel of the week is uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. That's my heel of the week. I was looking forward to this movie. The action scenes in this movie were a lot of fun. I actually really fucking liked the action scenes in this movie. It's the fucking acting that I didn't like in this movie. The acting in Godzilla versus Kong fucking sucked. Were there it even was any big terrible. names? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Eleven from Stranger Things, but that's it. Like, really. But, like, I don't understand how you go from the first Godzilla movie where Brian Cranston and, like, uh, Anthony Johnson. I think his name is Anthony Johnson. I might be wrong on that. But um, something Johnson. But, like, you go from them into, like, what it is what this movie is is just like where what the fuck happened granted i did not see the second godzilla movie i still haven't seen that or the kong movie and it seems like they took the actors from the second godzilla movie and the kong movie and put it into this one i don't know like i just i'm just i was not impressed by yeah. the acting i thought i was i was sitting there like just watching this movie last week and just being like 
what the fuck is this acting? And then the action scenes have to with Godzilla and Kong. I'm like, this is awesome. This is fucking awesome. And then the acting comes back in. And you're like, God damn it. Just fucking just have Godzilla and King Kong beat the shit out of each other. That's all I want to see. I yeah. give a fuck about the humans in this movie. I've never seen any of the Godzilla or the Kongs. You have. You've seen the first Godzilla with Walter White. I don't think I have. I yes, think I fell asleep did. during it. You fell asleep with like 20 minutes left. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember the movie, but I'm really glad you watched this by yourself because I was not interested in seeing it the at all. The action scenes are so cool. There's like, there's a couple scenes in this movie I just want to show you because like it's so unique and so well done, but the acting is so bad. There's a little girl in the movie who doesn't who doesn't speak. I think she's deaf or something. She does sign language. She just doesn't speak at all. But she does sign language with Kong, and like every all the experts realize, like, oh, she can do like she taught Kong how to do sign language, which is like you see it coming from a mile away. I'm sorry if I spoiled that for anybody just now. You see it coming from a mile away. That like that's why Kong is so nice to her because he's literally doing sign language with her the whole time like it's not i think you find that in the previews like i think i saw that in the previews and that was that little kid is great that little kid is awesome she like killed it she was great i have nothing negative saying about that little kid king kong or godzilla however what about 11 the she i thought i thought she sucked really yeah that's when you know a director's bad when you have a good actress and then no, actually, okay, okay. I take that back. It's the writing. She was okay, but like she, there's like so many scenes of like her dad's a police officer, and like she was like, "No, you gotta trust me on this." And he's like, "Your that podcast you're listening to is filling your brain with like nonsense. Stop listening to that podcast." They kind of took like the whole. Trump thing in a way the fake news the fake news and made that the good guy in the movie because the podcast was correct and she was like the the conspiracy believer they almost kind of took that and made that like the narrative in the mm. movie like made her being like no you gotta trust me blah 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 and it's like yeah sure whatever but like no I'm like if this was real life no I'm gonna go with what your dad's saying too like no, like, you gotta... No, I'm not gonna listen to you in your fucking podcast. Like, I don't know. But, like, there's three different times in this movie, and it bugs the shit out of me. And I'm sorry for anybody that enjoyed this. Anybody that enjoyed this movie? It bugged the shit out of me. Every time Millie Bobby Brown was, like, trying to do research, it shows her taking, like, a big swig of, like, a soda or, like, an iced tea or something. And it's like... Were you trying to imply that, like, she's going to, like, be drinking beer while doing this? Like, it clearly, like, it shows her taking, like, this big swig of the soda. It's like, she's fucking 14 years old, 15 years old. Like, like why is that a, why is why it a is, focal point? Why has this been thrown into the fucking thing, like, several times throughout the movie? Like, the first time it happened, I'm like, ah, oh, that was stupid. And then it happened again, and then it happened again. I'm like, okay. This is totally on purpose. Like, why? Continuity. I Yeah, I get that. But this movie, 
And maybe their thought process is like, oh, we're going to throw it back to like the old school Godzilla King Kong movies in a way of like how they were, which is totally how the movie felt. Which I'm like, if that was their thought process and like that was their motive, then you know what? You made a fucking awesome movie then because that's totally a throwback to old Godzilla movies. However, there's just some scenes in there I'm just like, that didn't need to be in there. And then the main chick character, who is like the mother to like the little kid, the kids adopted, whatever, and she was like so like mother lovey dovey. Then the next scene, she's like an army person. She's like trying to act like so tough and like all this stuff. But her acting and like her trying to sound tough just isn't believable. It just wasn't believable. It was laughable almost. It's like literally the scene prior, you're going soft for your daughter and like going soft for King Kong. But then the next scene, you're going to be all mighty badass, like whatever. But like, it's just not resonating as you're not resonating as a badass. Mm. Like you're, it's kind of flip floppy and it doesn't work. Right. It's not like she's like an actual badass with a kid and and they just randomly brought in like this like model woman into the it's this is like like this movie is almost like the issue with hollywood like what everybody bitched about like oh you just threw in this hot you just threw in this hot girl to like be in the movie and she's like a narcissistic asshole who you find out is actually the daughter of like the bad guy but it's like again that's another plot twist that you see coming from a mile away it's been done so many times before right and it's just like this movie could have been so much better than it than what it was i'll give this movie out of of like a pizza review rating i give godzilla versus kong a 6.2 it's all it's it beats a five just because the action's the only reason why i give it a six is because the action scenes are so much fun and the action scenes are awesome i will say that but the acting is terrible. Is fucking terrible. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's my heel. My face of the week is Mr. Jordan Bennington. He's back. I'm just going to say it now. Before we even go to the hockey game on Friday. He's back. He's back. And why do you say he's back? Why do why you, you may ask yourself, why am I saying he's back? Here, let's listen to his interview. So how do you know that Jordan Bennington's back? How? It's very simple. I love that word swagger. And boy, did you come into this game with with a lot of that. Were you encouraged by what happened yesterday in practice and how your coach gives you guys confidence that way? Yeah, we're coming. I like the way you just said that we're coming. Did it help that you got a first couple of goals? That's it, right there. Bennington was just like, yeah, we're coming. That's it, simple, plain and simple. Bennington made 50 saves last night. That's insane. 50 out of 51. He almost had a shutout. He should have had a shutout. What's the What's the average, you think? Per game? Yeah. Uh, ranges anywhere. I would say probably like 25. Like half of what he did. Yeah. Um, Bennington made 50 saves. That's insane. That's the Jordan, that's the Jordan Bennington of 2019 when we won the Stanley Cup. And um, he's my face. He's back. And... I think the St. Louis Blues, I've, I've said this weeks ago, got to believe 
I really, I really believe the Blues are going to go on a run, and uh, I think they're going to go on a winning streak here. Uh, they just beat Vegas, the best team in our conference in our division. Uh, they beat them three to one. Uh, Vegas is not a easy team to beat by any means. But the Blues were skating like they were just fucking hungry last night. They were just like, we're back. We're finding our legs. Tired of losing. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko with a fucking snipe for a goal. Sammy Blay with a snipe. I mean, the Blues just looked fucking good. And if they keep up this momentum, the Blues are going to go into the playoffs with, I think, a decent run. Possibly, if they catch fire here, I'm I'm not even trying to say this as a homer. If they can catch fire right now, they could potentially go to the Stanley Cup again. That would be so amazing. Yeah. I I really, truly believe that. And if Jordan Biddington got his swagger back, whew, good luck. I can't imagine. Like, we were joking around about it at work today. We were like, did you hear Biddington after the game last night? Yeah, we're coming. And I go, yeah, you know, every other NHL player in the league right now is like, Fuck. Do I look he got nervous? His, he got us. Yeah, exactly. That's ex- exactly. That's what Bernie Federico said after the sh- after the game last night too. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know about you, but when he said, "Yeah, we're coming," it reminded me so much of the "Do I look nervous?" comment. Like, he's here and he's ready to go. And it was funny because literally two days prior to that. Uh, Craig Berube was like, Bennington doesn't have a swagger anymore. He lost his swagger. He needs to find his swagger bag. He needs to get that confidence back. And once he does that, we're going to be in good shape. And look at last night. That's why Panger was like, did the coach's comments get under your skin a little bit? Did you find your swagger? And his response was, yeah, we're coming. Just plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Binner's the best fucking uh post-game interviewer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because he doesn't play the games. No, he doesn't. He tells it straightforward, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, he does play the games, and he's like... Well, he plays his own games, but he doesn't play their games. (laughs) Right. Uh, My favorite tweet from last night was from Chief... It's it's called at... His uh, Twitter handle is called at not Chief Baruby. It's a like parody account for Baruby, but it said, uh, if there was any, if there was any doubt, Jordan Biddington right now is this guy. I got my swagger back. I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, fucking Jordan Biddington is back. And you know what the fucking, St. Louis Blues might be back also. Fucking Vladimir Tarasenko might be back. I think the St. Louis Blues, that game last night, I don't know what it is. It's just that energy that they fucking produced. If we play like how we did again Friday night, if tonight, whenever this episode is released, if the Blues play like how they did last night, I'm telling you, Blues are going to go on a fucking run here. And they're going to... F- shock a lot of people again i hope to see it because 2019 was such a fucking fun year yeah that was the that was the best summer ever i would i would do anything to go back to that summer just to relive that all over again 
That's nothing will compare to the summer. I may have gained 20 pounds, but it was worth it. Your beer weight was worth it. It was worth it. I lost it all, but it's, it's you know, we're good. I can put it back on. I lost it all. I can put it back on now. You got some space. <laughs> I got some, yeah, I got some, I got a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. That's what the Stanley Cup says. But I'm Okay, cool. All right. And they got a pool table, tip. Hear that? That was for you. That was for you, Katie. That was a love fart. All right, let's hit him with that one, two, three finish, and let's get the fuck out. All right, I got to go to sleep. Um, yeah, I can't tell. Hey, I made it pretty far. Uh, one, I am so happy that concerts, live, like, uh, Bill Burr's coming, people are going on tour, like, fuck yeah, dates are on the books. I can't fucking wait. I'm going to spend so much money on tickets in 2021, 2022. Except Ozzy Osbourne, can you please just come back one more time? Please. And two, I brought back some cannabis sodas from Colorado and they're pretty fucking cool if you haven't had one before I highly suggest them and three whether or not you voted for her one it's fucking cool that the mayor candidacy in St. Louis was between two women whoop whoop and two to Shara Jones congratulations one we are witnessing history the first black mayor woman Woman, mayor, I don't even know how to say that. I'm fucking tired of shit. But we're witnessing history. It's pretty fucking cool. So, yeah. One, two, three. All right. My one, two, three finish. My number one. If you're living in the St. Louis area, Proper Cannabis opens April 17th. That's our grand opening. We bumped it up a couple days. We were supposed to be 420, but we bumped it up because why the fuck not? You want your cannabis? You have a medical marijuana card? Go to fucking Proper Cannabis, South County location, opening April 17th. DJ Moff, a bunch of other DJs will be there playing. It's going to be a great day, April 17th. Make sure to go check it out. If you don't have your medical marijuana card, go to, you can sign up at properbrands.nugmd.com. That's Proper Bands, Proper Brands dot nug with two g's md.com you'll get to talk to your uh, licensed doctor from your device and you'll get approved in 15 minutes or less this is a legit website it's about 99 dollars 100 dollars overall to go get your medical marijuana card and when you have to renew it at the end of the year it will not cost you a hundred dollars probably be like 20 bucks but go get your medical marijuana card and go shop at proper cannabis Number two, Jordan Bennington is back, baby. He's back. And number three, I guess I'm going to shout out WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania week. It doesn't feel like WrestleMania week to me. I have no idea what's on this card this weekend. It's a two-night event, uh, Saturday, Sunday. I, I don't even know. I know the main event. I'm looking forward to seeing Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan in the main event. I think that match, I cannot wait to see that match. That match is going to be fucking awesome. You but other than that, like, I don't give a flying fuck. But what were you going to say? You think there'll be any fuckery with that match? Or you think it'll be 
See, straightforward. I think the thing that pisses me off about that match, I think they purposely added Daniel Bryan into the match so he can take the pinfall from Edge or Roman. So that way it doesn't make Edge or Roman look weak. Even though it's it's fucking wrestling and we've seen both wrestlers lose before. Like it's not gonna make that big of a difference. This is what I hate about WWE. It's like they just add in shit that doesn't need to be added in. I love Daniel Bryan. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, like literally probably third to like Jericho and Shawn Michaels. And that's Daniel Bryan's probably third. I hate that they added him to this match. I hate it because I think it's predictable as fuck that he's going to get pinned in this match. But what if he doesn't? If he wins, that's awesome. If he wins, that's great. They pull a swerve. His contract is up in six months, so I could actually see him winning. Just be like, hey, re-sign with us. We just made you champion. Re-sign. At WrestleMania. They do that basically to everybody whose contract's up, so we'll see. But yeah, this is the first year. I just don't care. I just don't care. I don't know who else is wrestling. I know McIntyre is wrestling Lashley for the championship. Other than that, I have no idea. I know Bad Bunny's wrestling. Good for that guy. He moved to Orlando to to train at the Performance Center for WrestleMania. That's so crazy. That's good for that guy though. I can't. You can't even hate on that. Like, good for like that guy's like. I don't. Oh yeah, I don't mean crazy in like a you're stupid crazy. Oh, no, I just mean like, like oh that's that's awesome. Right. Like his like drive for that is mm-hmm. just like he's like man I this I grew up loving wrestling I'm gonna I'm gonna wrestle and it's like good for you good for you. I think it's awesome. So, yeah, WrestleMania this weekend. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I won't watch it live Saturday, but I guess I'll watch it live Sunday night. I guess. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's how I feel about WrestleMania. Yeah, I just don't care. This is yeah. the first... This is the first WrestleMania, honestly, since before I started watching wrestling, that I think like, I'm not excited for. Cool. No, but, like, for real, like, this is the first time, like, ever I've been, like, normally it's, like, it's WrestleMania week, and I'm, like, yeah, it's WrestleMania week, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. This week, I'm, like, oh, it's WrestleMania week. I guess I'll watch it. It's weird. It's, like, when you've been married for 30 years, and you're, like, well, I guess we'll have sex on our anniversary. Cool. Sure. I don't know. You get you get excited for something and then I don't like, know. It's just it's just weird that like I'm not excited. Like it's just weird that like I'm I just don't care. It's weird. I haven't been like that for WrestleMania ever. It's weird. That that's how much, in my opinion, and you, you everybody else can have their own opinions too. For all the fucking dorks that are listening out there, that's why I like AEW so much more. AEW has been so much better, in my opinion, to the point where I just don't care about WWE. You're getting a divorce. You found a younger, better woman. Yeah, sorry. I cheated on new WWE with AEW. Sorry. She put out. She's AEW's uh, Angelina Jolie. WWE was just Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I don't, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I don't like that description. I like Jennifer Aniston so much better than Angelina Jolie. I actually can't stand Angelina Jolie. Why'd you pick that like so there's so think, many. What's another like popular like celebrity like cheating scandal? That's like the most famous one. That's why I picked it. That's the most famous one. I for I think easily it's the most famous one. 
That's still talked about to this day. Like I don't even who were they and he married got a divorce, to. And he already got a divorce from Angelina Jolie a couple of years ago. Who was it? Brad Pitt. Oh. I don't follow with that. Um. Yeah, I don't have a good. I don't have a good analogy right now. Or you can be like Triple H date raping Stephanie to marry her in Vegas. Oh yes, I do. That doesn't fit. I know. I just wanted to say. Oh yes, I do. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, you can follow Offended on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Offended Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick Ten Forty Two. You can follow Katie Katie Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with Two Y's. <laughs> Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist uh, exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. Uh, Hockey Talks coming back soon. Can't wait for that. Um, wherever you find your podcasts on, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us just by searching Offended. If, you, if we don't pop up that way, type in Offended, Anything But Credible, we come right up. Make sure to go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs including the Movie Merge podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast, the Anthem Incredible podcast, uh, Offended podcast, coming soon, the What's Your Bliss podcast. You can find the Spacing Out podcast. You can find anything and everything you fucking want at anythingforcredible.com. Make sure to go check it out. Podcast Mo. And I think that's about right. We we did it. Yeah, we did it. We're back uh, after two weeks off. Cool. 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 Right. Well, anyway, we will see you guys next week and possibly in a spin-off show next week with Hockey Talks. Getting excited. It's getting excited. All right. And April 17th, Proper Cannabis opens in South County. Get it! Right, but anyway, for KDK Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anthem Incredible Network. And to play you out in its entire entirety is Shy Away by Toyma Pilots. And maybe stick around after that song. Maybe you'll hear another song. I don't know. But anyway, Shy Away, Toyma Pilots. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs>